Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Friday on the Drew Olson Show. Want to go to Chachki's? Get some coffee? The NBA draft is complete, and the Bucks took a Michigan man. The Bucks select... DJ Wilson from the University of Michigan. For those who missed the nearly five-hour extravaganza, we'll recap some of the highs and lows. I got two more boys. I got to come through the same thing two more years. So you're going to get them to the Lakers too. How? The big ball away. I know they're ready. Ball control. The first place Brewers are making their first visit to the new ballpark in Atlanta. Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel stops by to talk about the weekend festivities. We'll also play a game of... Find the Fake Friday you are fake news. for a chance to win tickets to Summerfest. And now, his body is in the Star Satellite Studio, but his mind is drinking a Miller High Life on the back deck. Here's Drew Olson. The ceiling is the roof. just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. And he was already in the pool. I was like, all right. No, just hanging out. Nothing much. Not drinking any f***ing or low. Are you a smart guy? And I tell people about you guys. I go, hey, listen to 920, man. They're not that bad. You're old and fair. Andrew, you are not the f***. Are you ready for a ride down the Sunshine Highway? That is the Drew Olson Show. Welcome to the program. I'm Drew. There's a guy here pushing buttons and answering phones at 414-799-1920. His name is Armin Sarian. Drew, happy Friday, TGIF, man. I feel like I just saw you last night. Yes, we were working late last night at the Bucks draft at the training center in St. Francis as the Bucks uh, add to their roster. Now, I'm not going to question John Horst yet on any personnel moves, no? on anything basketball-wise. I'm only going to say he has one thing to learn as the GM. You have to hit it in time for the 10 o'clock news, right? Yeah, the Bucks picked DJ Wilson in the first round, and then they made some moves in the second round. Right, right. And um, they came to visit the media after the ten o'clock news. They could have sent somebody out, like Billy McKinney, and somebody a scout. But he could have come out for. I know you're busy with the draft and all. Yeah, Jason was there. But you can. um, You could have sent somebody out just to chat a little bit. I mean, we're not TV guys. We didn't really care. We were on the air waiting and tap dancing for an hour and a half, and then they didn't come out, and we. It's a little insider baseball. It's just media guys complaining. Yeah, about. well, I, I got more of those. But, yes, uh, yeah. it would have been – I think the Bucks would have preferred that – I mean, the, the media would have preferred that somebody came out you know, earlier to talk about the pick. Poor Jimmy Carlton. I thought I had to give him a pillow. He was kind of yeah. fading away there at the end. He looked a little tired. But we did eventually talk to uh, to John Horst, and to, uh, Jason Kidd was there too. Correct. At about 11.30, I think, and uh, we have some audio to play later. So yeah. An exciting night overall for the Bucks. I think. Bucks selected DJ Wilson in the first round, and uh, for me, the thing I'll remember most, I don't know that I'll remember DJ Wilson's draft because I don't know that he's going to have a big impact in the NBA. He might. Yeah. I bet the under. I bet the under on most guys in the NBA <laughs> draft. And, and all you NBA draft nicks and guys who love the NBA and everything, I, I admit, and I've said this before, 
the NBA offseason, free agency, and the Twitter hype and everything that exists in the Wojnarowskis and the Windhorsts and stuff, they whip you into a frenzy just like the NBA, just like the NFL guys do, right? The NBA media industrial complex is strong. And I think part of the reason, at least to me, that I even you know, pay attention is that the NBA offseason is so much better than the NBA regular season because once the NBA regular season starts, you just wait until the conference finals. Yeah, I think you so. You know who I the teams right. are, and it's just an exercise in boredom to me. I don't care about the season, and it's like I'll follow the Bucks, uh, obviously. Sure, but in terms of the league as a whole, I just it just it seems so preordained that I just don't care. Now these days it does, and it's and, not and, that. I mean, how often does a great player or a big impact player come from the seventeenth position in general? It's not, not very that often. often. No, not and very we often. We can go through the list, and I see a couple, but that's about it. No, and everybody's excited, and everybody these guys are all basically cookie cutter and the flop rate of the guys who were taken last night is 70%. 70% of guys just don't pan At out. At least Maybe guys 30% that, will pan out. And and in terms of all-stars, right, that's the thing. I mean, they'll become rotation players, but Yeah, but yeah. 30% will become rotation players. Maybe 5% will be all-stars and the rest jabronis. And I don't know what the Bucks have in DJ Wilson. Maybe he'll be uh, an awesome pick. Maybe not. Maybe they will get more production out of their second pick, the kid from uh, SMU. What's his name, Armin? It was uh, a late Sterling night last night. Brown, right? Sterling Brown, yes. Of course, uh, brother of Shannon Brown. I'm yeah. uh, making a joke. I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Sterling Brown Sterling from Brown. SMU. Yes. And a lot I of hear people... good things. And they got a great pick with Malcolm Brogdon last year. He contributed. Well, that's the hope. The hope is that you're, they can get a steal of production in the second, like they did last year with um, with Malcolm Brogdon. Well, the bar to me is set for John Horst, the Bucks GM. The bar to me is set so that um, DJ Wilson has to outperform Joe Alexander and Rashad Vaughn. Yeah, Joe Alexander was was John Hammond's first draft pick. And he was the definition the worst. of a bust. He was a bust and a half. Yeah, he, he was such a bust, he didn't even get the third it's year. It's a disgrace to busts to call him a bust. Right. He was so horrible. Nearly every guy by, it's it's almost like written yeah. that you get the third year. He didn't get uh, the third year. I'll say this, though. Um, the draft in which Joe Alexander was selected is one of the worst in NBA history. You look at those names, and it's not like they were leaving a lot on the table by taking him. That, 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 that draft didn't exactly tear it up. But Rashad Vaughn was taken to the 17th pick, and I'm still waiting for him to make a significant con- tr- contribution other than maybe a couple of social media posts and a couple of jumpers. The um, he hasn't done much. So the bar is kind of low, and the Bucks already have a pretty good team. Now, everybody's excited. Oh, look what Minnesota did. They got Jimmy Butler to add with Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. Are they going to be any good? Are they going to be better than the Bucks? Did they pass the Bucks with Jimmy Butler? How'd the Bucks do against the Bulls this year? When the Bulls had Jimmy Butler, I'm not, I'm not shaking over here about that. I'm sure Timberwolves fans are excited. I mean, who was president the last time they won a playoff series? I'm just asking. I, I, I totally, I'm, I was screening our buddy Phil here. Sorry, that's okay. No, I'm asking like, who, who was president the last time? The, the Timberwolves, their fans are all excited. Yeah. Are they going to be appreciably better? Will they be better than the Bucks? Will the Timberwolves with Jimmy Butler have a winning record this well, year? Well, we touched on that last night. I mean, you can get a lot of great individual ingredients, but they have to mix into the soup. So that's yes. the next factor. They have a lot of it on paper, but Tim is a good would, coach. I heard people got, guaranteeing the top four in the West. Uh, let's hold the brakes a little bit. Let's pump the brakes. Butler, Wiggins, and uh, Towns. Are they? Are, will they win? Will they have a winning record? It's pretty good. You would think they should, right? 
You think a lot of things. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. You can email the program. The uh, Arrow Appraisals inbox is Drew at the Big Nine Twenty dot com. Check out Arrow Appraisals wi dot com. Tweet at us at Drew Olson MKE at the Big Nine Twenty at Armin Saryan. He uses the conventional Armenian spelling A R M E N S A R Y A N. Mixed reviews on DJ Wilson. A lot of positives and a couple of negatives. I, I heard the word soft tossed around a little bit. And that's not good when you're thinking about a draft pick. But the Bucks looked at analytics, and they're confident. And John Horst said that this was the guy that they had on the radar, and they were glad he was available. So, as is usually the case, we wait to see what kind of player he's going to be and what kind of impact he'll have. I think if you're expecting an immediate impact, like significant playing time in December, you might have to pump the brakes a little bit. I could be wrong, and I'll entertain all viewpoints on the Bucks draft at 414-799-1920. Armin, who's on line one? Phil and Cedarburg. Phil in Cedarburg, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Oh, hey, gentlemen! So glad that so glad I found this show on the radio. This is cool. We are so glad we. you found it too, and more and more people are finding it and telling their friends about it. So, Phil, welcome. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I think what you're missing here a little bit when you're evaluating the draft is how well a team develops its players. You know, it really wasn't until until Jason Kidd came in here. You know, and this is why I'm starting to I'm, I'm warming up to Jason Kidd quite a bit. That you really saw this this player development. You know, you look at John Hammond's draft history with the Bucks. It's it's not all that impressive until until he hit the uh, the, the Giannis slash Jason Kidd years. And you know, he takes guys. I mean, there's a real real plan with Thon Maker. There was a real real plan with Giannis. And I think you're going to see that same plan with this with this Wilson kid. And you're going to see, it, 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 I think the Bucks are becoming a little bit like the Spurs, where we've developed these guys and we get the most out of them. Brogdon, I mean, how much do you think he would have, what impact would he have done if he was on a different team last year? Well, playing time maybe, but I would say he's pretty developed at that point as a player. Yeah, I mean, as a four-year college guy, out from a good program with a good coach, um, he's... Well, well, but we put him in a position where he maximizes strength, we accentuate his strength, I mean, Thon Maker, you think he would have saw the floor last year for a different team? No, I, I doubt it. I mean, and he looks like he's a real player now. Yeah, I mean, and the, well, the Bucks are, and they also, that, that's an advantage of lower expectations and being able to develop well, an experiment. A little bit like the Brewers right now. They can put up with well, Keon Broxton strikeouts, whereas, you know, the Dodgers might not. <laughs> but it's, it's not just throwing them out there, though. I mean, you, I mean, it's having a real plan on how to, how, to, how to get this guy to be what you want him to be. Let, let me and, ask you and, this. On the Bucks' development, though, has John Henson developed significantly to you? Is he a lot better than he was when he came here from North Carolina? Yeah, I, he, that's a bust. I, I'm, I, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, how, but he did have moments for a while, but it seems to regress a little bit. But there's always going to be um, that. Yeah. You know, I mean, is Rashad Vaughn. Uh, right. So, you know, that's – is he – If our new GM can get rid of John Henson – he will be a god in my eyes. Well, I like what you're selling, though, Phil. <laughs> I like what you're selling. I mean, I love this Spurs plan the Bucks seem to be coming up with. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If, they, if they're doing what the, making the soup that you're saying they are, I'd love the plan. I hope it works out. Um, you know, we'll wait and see. There's a lot of factors I love involved. Both. I love both these picks. I think they're both going to develop into nice players for us. I love them both. All right, you're on board. Thank you for the call, Phil. Thanks for finding the show, and be sure and tell like three or four of your friends because that's how we grow. You got it. All right, Phil and Cedarburg. 414-799-1920 is the phone number. All right. Little new thing that we've started. We're going to look back at yesterday's show. We got some highlights every day on this show for so people who miss it and people who are just coming aboard, people who have woken up from a you know year long coma and they find them they were listening to WTMJ and it put them out. They were asleep, um, or they were listening to some national sports show and they found us. Let's recap a little bit of what happened yesterday. I turn this over to Armin. It's a feature of what happened yesterday. Yesterday. All right, yesterday was the first official day of summer, right? Now it feels like summer in the Star Satellite Studios. That's right. Why? Because one of the smart, good-looking people who listen to the show on a daily basis, Rico Suave, gifted us. We gifted him first. Well, I mean, he came in because he was a winner of some Summerfest tickets, came in and picked them up, and he dropped off some bomb pops and some push-ups for us after our discussion yesterday about bomb pops, push-ups, and other great stuff from the ice cream truck. Yes, Rico, yes. You made my day, man. This is so good. I've already mm. had a push-up. It was fantastic. That was tasty. I went with the turbo grape flavor. Thank you, Rico. I just tweeted a photo of my push-up and Armin making love to his <laughs> his bomb pop. Well, there's only one way to eat a popsicle, right? You gotta well, eat based on yesterday, the- you got to eat down from the... Yeah, right. Top down, right, Drew? Creepy. Was, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to look creepy. at you while you do that. I don't want to see your eyes while you do that. Oh, oh boy. Creepy. It's great because I feel like a 10-year-old kid again. I made it worse uh, listening back. summer with the ice cream truck, having a great time. Fantastic. It brings me right back to those days in the block when I was a kid in the summer. He's just Armin from the block, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's Armin Sorry, and I'm Drew Olson, and this is the Drew Olson Show. Been a bit later. Yes. And well, this what will the Bucks take? That's our third question. OG kid from indiana who's he talking about armin the og oh armin's got Sorry, a bomb got, pop in his mouth he can't I, talk rico suave brings us bomb pops and push-ups uh, in, in homage to our discussion yesterday and you can't talk you gotta be kidding me so wow slurp now. that thing down armin Let's okay go. so i learned my lesson drew i learned my lesson I had no my more bomb, bomb pops in the studio you i had it before the show donkey. now i was done i won't donkey okay. anymore all right. So that happened yesterday. It was a fun time. I realize now talking talking about my 10-year-old days after that discussion probably wasn't the best kind Probably of not. Yeah. Probably not. No. All right. So what we're going to do today, now that we've looked back at yesterday, um, and we tend to do that. We're going to do that every day. Um, we're going to tee up what's happening now. Another segment available for your sponsorship. We're going to do that next. We've got Tom Hodgecourt joining the show today. He's uh, on at 2.30, so hour and 15 minutes from right now, we got plenty to unload and unpack from the NBA draft with the Bucks and DJ Wilson and Sterling Brown. We've got that for you and more on the Drew Olson Show, the Big Nine Twenty, the Big Nine Twenty dot com, worldwide on the iHeart.
From the Star Satellite Studios to the Drew Olson Show on the Big 920, thebig920.com. It is Friday. It feels like Friday. It's the last Friday before Summerfest. Oh, my goodness. This is when it gets good, ladies and gentlemen. This is it, man. We're into it now. We're into the good stuff. We're into it. Totally into it. The draft is behind us. We will chat about that. We'll chat about everything under the sun in What's Happening Now. Hit it, Armin. Now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And here's Drew with what's happening now. There is plenty happening. You might think it's the dog days of sports talk radio, and in a way it is. A lot of vacations being taken. Yeah, that's Not mine true. for a while yet. I'm still a couple weeks away. But nope. it is uh, It's a full plate. Let's get... Let's get to it, Armin. All right, a lot going on, Drew. And, of course, what's happening now? Well, what happened last night, the biggest news of the day, the Bucks selected uh, Michigan forward DJ Wilson with the 17th pick in the NBA draft, GM John Horse. Character, uh, physical talent, length, basketball IQ, spending time watching it on film. He knows how to play. He understands the game. He's you know, six foot ten. He's got a seven foot three wingspan. He's got good feet. He's got strong legs. We believe he will be able to defend in our system at this level. I'll begin. Drew, wingspan, length. Wingspan, length. Those are the phrases the Bucks are collecting guys like that. It's a Stepford thing. They like guys who are long. They, they added a long guy to their already long team. It's like the tall, leggy, blonde version of NBA yeah. players. Will he Will he be able to play? We're not sure. I Mixed reviews. Some people said he was on the come. If you saw him at the end of last season, you thought, hey, that's a great pick. How did he slide under the radar? Other people said, well, he was kind of soft and they're down on the pick. So, as usual, we'll have to wait and see, uh, but he'll be given a chance. And, and he doesn't, I don't think he has to develop right away if he can be a contributor. Like, Thon didn't contribute right away last year. They were able to ease him in. No, and maybe Brock, they could do the same kind of thing. Brogdon developed uh, first, and speaking of which. Well, here's, here's the thing, though. Will DJ Wilson spend time with the Wisconsin herd? Yes. I'm guessing, yeah, why not? Sterling Brown, the second round pick from SMU, of course, that deal is still pending officially. Deal well, is pending, but we got teased, man, because yeah. they announced Sundarius Thornton. Thornwell. Thornwell. Sundarius Thornwell, yeah. And, and here's a pet peeve of mine. We've gone over it again and again. The way the NBA announces these trades in the NBA, it's very frustrating because you don't ever actually have that player. Just like the Bucks never actually had Dirk or never actually had Jimmer Fredette, the Bucks never actually had Sundarius Thornwell. But because the way the trade works out, and they, they had to announce the trade after... So the Bucks have to officially pick Sandarius Thornwell. And the Bucks Twitter account tweets out the Bucks draft Sandarius Thornwell. But you know they never had Sandarius Thornwell. They never drafted him. And everybody's and asking about Sandarius Thornwell like we have him. We don't have Sandarius Thornwell. That was a bummer because Sandarius Thornwell in the tournament Love made a lot guy. of fans. He tore up Marquette. He was a great player. He was uh, man. He was a slasher. He was a he was just a really aggressive. That whole team played with an edge. And it seemed like a perfect second round pick. It did. So but it wasn't now our people pick. are saying that about Sterling Brown too. Might he be this year's Malcolm Brogdon? He's a guy who can guard people. I, is there a chance, like in the last year, that you'll get more of a contribution from the second round pick than the first? Be interesting it's to see. Entirely possible. And we'll see. So uh, the, the existence of Oshkosh, I think, helps both guys though. It does. Speaking of local guys in the uh, draft that didn't get drafted but are uh, now hooking up with teams, former Badger star Bronson Koenig signed with the Bucks today, and Nigel Hayes with New York. It's one of these um, camp summer league deals. Yeah, well, two-way deal for two-way. Koenig. Yeah, Koenig's got the two-way deal. He'll be playing for the Wisconsin Herd. Why not? Exactly. Perfect guy to have their stash, and then he can come up and down with the big team if he if he um, 
If he earned uh, it. Now, the Bucks probably like, yeah, they like his shooting and his skill set, right. but they also like the fact that he might sell some tickets for the Wisconsin exactly. Herd. Exactly. That's like not a bad fact. pickup. Now, Nigel Hayes. Exactly. Now, Nigel Hayes, okay, in New York, a little ironic. I couldn't get, I couldn't find the audio, but last March he, he noted that he didn't like New York. Do you remember this? Drew, here was the quote. Yes. I don't really like New York. Hayes, this is funny to me. He was actually choking uh, Ferris at the time, the uh, the walk-on for the Batman Ferris. He had him in a chokehold. It was during the one of their funny uh, pressers. I don't really like New York. It's too big. It's dirty. There's trash everywhere. Too many people. It's cold right now. Some people will say that about Milwaukee, but okay. What? Sorry. Yeah. I wouldn't. He then went on to say, I guess it's nice to look at it in the movies, but I've had my fair share. So he had no interest in New York. A question from Dan Needles. Yeah, he that said he didn't like New York, and now the Knicks are going to sign him, which is hilarious. That made the back page of the tabloids. They're all, it's all over the New York press. During they're the tournament. It. Yeah. Today they're loving it. Hayes signs and doesn't like New York. Yeah. Uh, welcome uh, to the Knicks. And you know who does like the Knicks the way they're currently uh, no, he might not. He might not make the Knicks. He might not have to go to New York. He might be in Westchester. So we'll see. Which is, isn't that where uh, Giannis's brother is? Yes. Yeah, so, well, for a while he was. I'm not yeah, sure if he, he was, still is. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, good luck to Nigel Hayes and Bronson Koenig. Uh, those guys, Bronson Koenig, maybe, because if you're on those two-way contracts, you're kind of on the team. You're just not there, and right. you can be called and sent back and forth, and sort that like, might help him. He might get he might get some burn. You never know. It's like a new thing. It's sort of like being on the 40-man, isn't that sort of the comparison? Basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. You're right. Do you think he'll have a better chance to carve out a career than Nigel if you had to pick one of the two? If I'm going to pick right now, I think they're both going to end up in Europe, but I would say... Uh, I think Koenig might have a better chance. Yeah, I can see that as well. Because outside shooting. shouting, right? Yeah, outside shot. I mean, you got to have it. Uh, bigger, uh, the biggest draft news of the night, I would say, uh, would be the the trade the, that Jimmy Butler of the Bulls sent to Minnesota. So the the, yeah. the Wolves now have Minnesota, uh, Jimmy Butler, sorry, and uh, Carl Towns, and of course uh, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, um, are they moving ahead of the Bucks here? I mean, it's a Western Eastern Conference. I, I don't but. know. I mean, would they, would you rather have the Timberwolves? I, I, Giannis is the best player. I'd rather have Giannis. Yeah. And, and Thon with a wild card. Thon could be as good as. Yeah, I, I would rather have him. Giannis right now. If you t- ask me, Giannis or Jimmy Butler, I love Jimmy Butler, but I take Giannis. I would have to too because of the future. Jimmy Butler's a great player. Yeah. Towns is good too, so, and, and maybe there's some excitement there. They need it, but I would rather have the Bucks young core. The Bucks won 42 games with this group right. last year, and the T Wolves are adding Jimmy Butler, which. On paper, that's great, yeah. but we'll see how it goes. Uh, Thibodeau's got history with Jimmy, and they're, they're ready to rock and roll. We'll see. I think it'll be interesting to follow. And that was the big trade of the night. Of course, NBA fans are ravenous for more blockbuster deals here. We'll see if they God. they happen. Yeah, but they well, are, aren't they? Like, yeah. just Where's Chris Paul? Where's Paul George? Where's, just you know, slamming the utensils on the table, right? Where's Wojo with more news for us? And uh, uh, yesterday, the... Um... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Milwaukee Panthers introduced Patrick Baldwin as their new coach. Your thoughts on that, Drew? All right, um, I don't know Patrick Baldwin. I don't know if he's going to be a good coach or bad coach. We don't know whether Laval Jordan was a good coach or a bad coach. He wasn't here long enough. They didn't do much. He's got to dig out from you know some problems of the past. But I'll say this. Uh, I didn't even realize. I, I read 
Todd Rosiak's story, I guess, on the Patrick Baldwin hire that said that there was going to be a press conference at the UWM Union Art Gallery. Okay. I didn't get anything from UWM. Did anybody? Did you? Did you get a release from UWM saying I, there was a press conference? I did not. No, I, I didn't. There like, were local media we're, there. We're kind of a major show here, and they stiffed us. I kind of went to school there. I kind of played for a brief period on a really bad basketball team there, and they couldn't even tell me there was a press conference to announce the new coach? All right, so I fell off their list somehow. I did change radio stations, whatever. But the other thing to me is when I read in the story that Amanda Braun, the athletic director at UWM, used the Parker Executive Search Firm right. to, even... to, to land with Patrick Baldwin, who she knew from their association together when they were both at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. She used the search firm, the same search firm that she used last year right. when she hired Laval Jordan. What did that cost the university to use that search firm again? And how much different were the resumes she looked at this time than the last year? If you're looking at some of the same names, the guys are just a year older. Why do you need the search firm two years in a row? And here's the thing with search firms. They're not necessarily as plugged in to what's going on locally. I mean, you you mentioned the T.J. Otzelberger thing. It would have been a chance to bring him back, maybe yeah. make an overture. Who knows if they even considered him? Or other guys. Yeah, did, they, and did they consult? I wouldn't consult a search firm. I would ask, like, former players yeah. and former coaches. First of all, why do you pay for this search firm? I have a big problem with these search firms. Yeah. Why pay for these search firms that might not get a uh, better Well, why candidate? pay for them two years in a row? Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm saying, like, think of the expense of that. Now, granted, they had, like, 700 grand coming from Butler because they had to buy out Laval Jordan. Okay, but that but doesn't mean you just dr- uh, you, you spend it. It's not like they have a lot of money anyway that they need to And you reserve. just conducted a search. Like, it was, it's fresh in your mind. You just had interviews with guys. You just looked at resumes. Why did you need... To use the search firm again. I, 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 is, yeah. she have a, is she an investor in this firm? Is she a friend of this firm? Does she hope to somehow get placed someday you by know, this firm? Or, or these are all questions you got to ask. Like, why did you use this again? If I'm her boss, I'm asking for it. And, like, I'm, 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 I don't know about this. When this expense comes across my desk, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we just did this once. And, and the word, her boss, Mark Moan, the word is that he wasn't even, he didn't even meet Baldwin until that day. So the frustrating thing I would think is, my question would be, how much does she care about making this? I mean, how much does she care about the program if you're not even willing to go through the work to make yeah. the hire? Well, and again, it's about process. Like the Philadelphia 76ers said, process. And I question the process. It's all about the results eventually. And I don't. I will never rip UWM for hiring a guy who goes on to another job, Greener Pastures. No. It's a stepping stone position and it always will be. Rob Jeter was there a long time and did a lot of good work there. I don't know that they'll have another guy that's that, that will stay that long. I mean, unless it's a guy who's from Milwaukee or like a T.J. Otzelberger type guy that has roots here that wants to settle in for 15 years, it's very likely that they're going to have turnover in that job. And, you know, if they're going to turn over every year, try not to use a search firm every year. How yeah. about every, every third or fourth year? Search firms to me are just, I, I don't know. I don't think they're necessary. Waste of money. The Bucks used one. The Bucks used. The Bucks have a lot of money, but they used one to settle on the guy that's in the office already. That, that, that don't even. Yes. Search right, firm. That's like consultants and radio search firm. It's a scam. All right. I guess it's. We should probably move on. All right. Brewers face Atlanta tonight. Their first visit to the new SunTrust Park. Now that's in Cobb County, which is famously a little bit outside Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's well, Atlanta's got the worst traffic in the country. So right. depending on where you live, going downtown to Turner Stadium was never good. And Turner Stadium, which was originally built for the Olympics, it was. Um, I spent many a night there before I got smart and decided not to stay downtown. I right. spent many a night standing outside waiting two hours for a cab oh, yeah. in an area where a lot of guys got held up. And it was a lot of my writing buddies got held up. It was a bad cab town in Atlanta. And it was bad. This was pre Uber. 
and it was bad, a, a bad neighborhood and a bad setup for the ballpark. Then I got smart and decided, well, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to rent a car and stay by the airport. Yeah. It's closer. I won't have to, you know, easier to get in and out. It wasn't a great setup. So I haven't been to Cobb County. I have to put it on my list. Will you visit this one? Then? I want to visit. I, right. I like to keep current. I haven't been to Target Field, and I haven't been to the new, the new Braves ballpark yet. So I got, I got some some work to do. And, and, of course, the Brewers won Chase Anderson after the game yesterday. You know, arm felt really good today. Uh, my legs got a little tired as the game went on just from the humidity and sweating so much. But uh, overall, I felt pretty good, and, you know. At this point, is he the Brewers' ace, Drew? He's looking like it. He's had a, a string of starts. Now six starts, seven starts. Does not an ace make, but he's passed, uh, you know, Kyle Davies on the uh, – and Zach Davies, right, on the uh, yeah. on the, on the uh, depth chart for me. I mean, he's he's pitching like a guy who's bringing stability. He's he's basically to the point where you say if the bullpen's chewed up, he's pitching like, oh, okay, well, he's going to give us six solid. I mean, he's been really good. So – that's encouraging. He's young. He's throwing hard. He seems to be throwing harder than he did earlier this year. Sort of you like know? pumped up, maybe a little adrenaline. Yeah, like I don't know. He's starting I don't know to what feel, it is. So it feels he's, he's maybe he's got that confidence right. going. I, I don't know, but he's 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 pitching very well. Hey, speaking of the Braves, Drew, do you, have you seen this freeze guy? Do you like the freeze? Yeah, the freeze man, the guy who runs down people on the warning yeah. track. It's a human version of the sausage race. They give you a, a really big head start, and then this guy who's in this weird bodysuit. Right. It's like an old sprinter sprints, or something. Sprints, and he's like, yeah, a college sprinter, and he just chases people down. I think that's a fun promotion. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. pretty funny, yeah. I, the somebody, freeze. Somebody beat him, though, right, I think? Finally. One guy did, yeah. yeah. But another guy had him beat and then started to, like, he, started he heard the, the crowd he, he heard the crowd cheering, and he started to Cadillac it, yeah. and then he fell on his face, and that was hilarious. <laughs> that's The video's gone viral, and that's, that's what great. you want. It's almost it, it's almost too perfect, right? Okay, Johnny, yeah. Johnny Depp in hot water for joking about assassinating President Trump. Who's going to be the next guy to say something stupid? The next celebrity. They come in threes. Kathy Griffin, right. Johnny Depp. Uh, who will be next? Boy. Hmm. No, Nugent's do. He hasn't had one well, in a while. Well, Nugent's, he's going to kind of go soft pedal it. He says that he's said. contributed to the to the toxic environment. Does anybody care about Johnny Depp anymore? When was his last meaningful contribution? I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean 9? I don't even know. Yeah. The Ocho? I, I don't... Who's going to be next? That's a great question. Um... Do we dust off like Roseanne to have her say something? <laughs> yeah. Well, her show's or, starting. Yeah, yeah that, that's, maybe she'll jokes. be next because it usually they say it comes in threes, right? So, yeah, Kathy Griffin, uh, Alec know. Baldwin's already gone. So I don't know who's gonna, the next dumb person, the it's next like, celebrity to say something dumb. It's like people have to out compete each other for the next uh, viral comment. Absolutely. All right. I mean, some, speaking of dumb, <laughs> Barney's in New York is selling a one hundred and eighty-five dollar Prada money clip. That's actually a paper clip with Prada written on the side. Drew, your thoughts on this fine piece of accessory. Oh, my God. $185 for a paper clip? Well, I, I don't know, man. Nordstrom sold the old $80 rock that Dr. Dave made into a, a charity. I mean, that's, yeah, that's right. Nordstrom, you're right. There was a pet rock back in the day. Never underestimate the stupidity of the 1% to I buy just, stupid stuff. I just don't understand. It's a money clip. No, it's a paper clip. $185. Good God. You, you, we've talked about wallets and stuff. You're a money clip guy or a wallet guy? I'm a money clip guy. Yeah, I, I, Sim clip. I like the I like the relative you know, security of the uh, the Costanza wallet, but nothing matches intern Josh's. Uh, the, yeah, the, the one that's the, like the cheeseburger. a cheeseburger. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Hopefully he's having a good time. In, intern uh, Josh is going uh, gonna to be referenced on the program a second time because when we do, in fact, we're going to do it next, uh, when we do, find the fake. Yes. We need a contestant for find the fake. you got to call right now, 414-799-1920. Just for playing, you're going to get four Summerfest tickets, right? Summerfest 50, we're going to be right. there all next week, or, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, we'll be at the big gig both weeks. Can't wait. My favorite time of the year. We've got four tickets for you to Summerfest. Just for playing. You don't even have to beat Armin in the contest. 
It's Find the Fake Friday. Which you probably will. Going to give you a lot, probably. He's the Washington Generals of the program. I'm going to give you a, a, very, a, a bunch of varied categories, and you're going to have to find the fake. It's real and it's spectacular, this contest. Find the Fake Friday is next. So give us a call, 414-799-1920. Just for playing, just for getting through right now, 414-799-1920. You're going to win four Summerfest tickets to come and join us. And we've also... We've been gifted some Summerfest T-shirts from the official Summerfest store. Sweet. And we're going to have those to give away, so we might be able to slide you one of those, too. So four tickets and a T-shirt right now. Did Sprout snag you those? If you uh, call us, no, not not really. Uh, if okay. you call us right now, 414-799-1920, you will take on Armin and find the freak. Find the fake Friday. I love the alliteration. That's next on the Drew Olson Show. Badger fans, it's back. Inner. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody oh, this is one of the greatest bumps ever on a Friday. Good one, right? Yeah. You know who this is? You will never know. Well, I know because it's here. Oh. Yeah. I know it's... I know easy it beats. Yes, easy. It's labeled, though, so that's yeah. all I knew. Ah. I wouldn't have known otherwise. All right, let, let this run a little bit, man. This is this is a Friday song. Friday of my mind. All right. Uh, so Drew Olson Show, the Big 920, thebig920.com. It's Friday. The landing gear's down. Let's face it. Let's just admit it. We'll be right up front with people. We're always honest on the show. The landing gear is down, ladies and gentlemen. The weekend is upon us. Summerfest is coming up. Speaking of Summerfest, we're going to play Find the Fake. It's coming up. Got our contestant all ready. I'm gonna, he's going to get a pair of, uh, he's going to get four pack of Summerfest tickets. And maybe even a T-shirt. But uh, Summerfest, we've got we've got a Badger element. Go Red Day uh, at Summerfest with Master Z's is Friday, a week from today. And here's the deal: you can wear any red shirt and get in free from noon to three at the Midgate. That's courtesy of Sendix, the place with the red bags. I was there yesterday, as a matter of fact. Get in the Badger game day spirit with the UW band. Meet Bucky Badger. Get a selfie with Bucky. Activities for the kids, a Badger pep rally at 2.30 at the BMO Harris Pavilion. Our own John Adias is going to be interviewing uh, volleyball coach Kelly Sheffield of the nationally ranked Badgers and women's basketball coach Jonathan Sippis. It's Go Red Day at Summerfest a week from today. Wear any red shirt and get in free from noon to 3 at the Midgate, courtesy of Senex. And then you can swing on by our broadcast position and say hi to us. That's coming up on uh, a week from today, June 30th. Go Red Day at Summerfest. Our party brought to you by Master Z's, the free admission courtesy of Sendix. All right. Armin, we're ready for Find the Fake Friday. All right, let's go. Ready as we're going to be. This is a game. This game is still in the testing stages, but we've done it a couple times, and it's kind of awesome. So we're going to try it again. All right. We've got got uh, Mark in Watertown joins the show today. Mark, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hello. How are you guys? Um, we're great. Congratulations. You are already a winner because you listen to this show. Woo-hoo. And you've got four Summerfest tickets uh, from us. All you got to do is come and pick them up here at the iHeart Megaplex. Uh, and Armin will tell you how to do that. He'll get yeah. your information momentarily. But So you've already won, and the game is just going to be basically an exhibition. You good with that? Okay. Fine. Great. All right. I'm going to give you guys both a, a number of questions. I'm going to give you groupings in a category, and you have to tell me all you have to do is find the fake. Right? Sounds easy? Okay. 
All right, I mentioned that intern Josh was going to be referenced. He is. And our first question for you, Mark in Watertown. We start with a blank slate. No score yet. Armin, going to try to win this one. Here we go. Even though it's just for entertainment purposes. Just for fun. All right, Mark, intern Josh is in San Francisco, and this morning he was at an IHOP. I'm going to give you a list of five syrups that he encountered there. Well, actually, it was four. I'm going to give you five. Find the fake. Which one of these syrups was not at the IHOP in San Francisco? For intern Josh was with the family this morning. All right. The syrups are strawberry, blueberry, butter pecan, or pecan, depending on how you say it, right. old-fashioned, or sugar maple. Which of the syrups is fake and not at the IHOP that Josh was at in San Francisco? Strawberry, blueberry, old-fashioned, butter pecan, or sugar maple? Find the fake. Butter pecan? That would be incorrect, sir. You're well, 0 for 1. That was real, right? That one was real. Okay. The real fake. And they're spectacular. Okay. The That's fake great. was sugar maple. I made that oh, one up. Oh, really? Because that the, the flavors real. were old-fashioned strawberry, blueberry, and butter pecan. He thought that was weird. old-fashioned, so that wasn't right either. And so. sent me a picture. Old-fashioned right. sounds fake to me. That's surprising. We're scoreless after the first question. This is That's how the game works. Yeah. All right. Armin. Yes. We said goodbye. The music world said goodbye to Prodigy from Mob Deep. Okay. The rapper Prodigy from the duo Mob Deep. Which of the following is not a uh, Mob Deep song? You have to find the fake oh in boy. this list. All right. My rap knowledge. Go ahead. Cradle to the Grave. All right. Drink Away the Pain. Poetical Prophets. Quiet Storm. Or Murder Music. Murda. M-U-R-D-A. Which uh. one is not... A mob deep song. Poetical poetical prophets, cradle to the grave, drink away the pain, quiet storm, or murder music. My guess is quiet storm is the fake. Quiet storm is not the fake. That oh. one's real. Poetical prophets was their first they're name before they became mob deep. All right, I got that one wrong. Okay. Now you've got the idea. All right. This one is for uh this one is for Mark. Mark. Which one of these cereals is not one of the top five? Best-selling cereals, according to a 2015 consumer list. Four, four of these are legit. you got to find the fake. Which one is not one of the top-selling cereals in, in the United States? Honey Nut Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, Honey Bunches of Oats, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Raisin Bran. Find the fake in that list. Which one That's is not one of the top-selling cereals? Tough one. Top five. What was the second cereals. one again? Frosted Flakes. It was Honey Nut Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, Honey Bunches of Oats, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Raisin Bran. Honey Bunches of Oats. That would be incorrect. Armin, you want to <laughs> try to steal? I'm going to give you a chance to steal. I'm going to say Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran is the correct answer. All right. Raisin wow. Bran is the fake. Wow. <laughs> Not in the top five. Wow. Nicely I, done, Armin. I don't get the point, though, for that. No, you don't. Well, we, we should have you give you a chance to steal if we have five of them. All right, Armin. Which one of these DJs is not one of the top drawing, top grossing DJs in Ooh. the DJ world? I should maybe I should know this. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Skrillex. Yeah, he's big. Steve Aoki. Yes, he's huge. Afro Pete. Never heard of him. Cascade. Yes. Or Carl Cox. Af Which one of these oh. is not one of the top DJs in the world of DJ EDM? It's either Skrillex, Steve Aoki, Afro Pete. Cascade or Carl Cox? Okay, it's either Afro Peter Carl Cox here. Okay, which one? I think it's Carl Cox. I think that's a name you made up. Carl Cox is a DJ. Afro <laughs> Pete is the fake. 
It's <laughs> Afro Jack is the famous. Yeah, Afro Jack. DJ. I know Afro Pete, Afro Jack. I, I can't believe it. Ah, all right. I thought you were tricking me. And I, th- I was uh, trying to trick you. I'm playing with your head. Mark Armin, you're still scoreless. It wasn't Carl Cox. I, would you have gotten that one, Mark? No. Okay. I had no idea. All right. I've been Ma- guessing. Mark, <laughs> I'm going to read you a list of names of Ninja Turtles. Find the fake. Are you ready? These are Ninja Turtles. Okay. Michelangelo, Giovanni, Leonardo, Raphael, and Donatello. Find the fake. Michelangelo, Giovanni, Leonardo, Giovanni. Raphael. Giovanni is... That's the fake. Fake, 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 fake. fake. Woo-hoo! All right. You're on the board. That's it. That's awesome. That's Very well done. That was an easy one, but that's Next fine. one is for Armin. Okay. We're going to uh, the movie slash play Grease. I'm oh. going li- to give you a list of actors. Four of them have played the lead role of Danny Zucker Ooh, in Greece. The other one has not. Okay. Find the fake. The actors are Richard Gere, Patrick Swayze, George Clooney, and John Travolta. In either film or Travol- on stage, did. who has play, Who has not played Danny Zucker? I Richard re- Gere, George Clooney, Patrick Swayze, and John Travolta. I don't remember Clooney playing him. Someone say Clooney. You are correct, sir. Fake, That's fake, the fake. fake, fake. It's right. one to one. Excellent. You see how this is the drama's building? The drama's building. All right. <laughs> Mark and Watertown's already won four Summerfest tickets, but it's tied with Armin, and now we're playing for Pride. Mark, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. You know I like music. You know some of my favorite bands are from Boston. Which of these bands is not from Boston? Find the fake. The bands are Buffalo Tom, Dropkick Murphys, Del Fuegos, The Neighborhoods, and Los Lobos. Which one is not from Boston? Pretty Buffalo Tom, Dropkick Murphys, Del Fuegos, The Neighborhoods, and Los Lobos. Buffalo Tom. Buffalo Tom is incorrect. Armin, would you take a guess? The Neighborhoods? That is incorrect oh. as well. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Los Lobos. They're, oh, yeah. They had a CD. Just another band from East L.A. East L.A. They're right. from East L.A. All right. Should have known that one. This one's for Armin. Yeah. Which one of these models uh, have has never been on the cover of Sports Illustrated oh, Swimsuit issue? I should know this. You would think. Okay. Yes. Let's All right. They are. I'm sorry, the, the question is multiple times on the cover. Multiple times? Multiple times. Oh, that's tougher. Okay. That makes it tougher. Yeah. Multi- which one has not been on the cover multiple times? Your choices are Tyra Banks, L. McPherson. L. has. Christy Brinkley, Chrissy Teigen, and Kate Upton. Who has not been on the cover multiple times? Tyra Brink- Banks. Brinkley has. L. McPherson, Kate Upton, Chrissy Brinkley, and Chrissy Teigen. I think it's either Tyra Banks or Chrissy Teigen. I think Tyra Banks is on the cover at 97. The fact uh, that you know the yeah, year is troublesome. I, I remember some of these because it was, it was like an article in a Sports Did you read it or did you ruin well, it? Well, I subscribe to Sports Illustrated <laughs> okay. and they write about it. I want to say right. Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks? She was multiple. Oh, really? Chrissy Teigen. Teigen was the one. Yeah, yeah. So at least yeah. I, oh, so Mark, you would have got that one? That was my other guess. Okay. All right, Mark. Uh... This next they're one is. They definitely are. Spectacular. I had to get that as, one in. As long as we have Terry Hatcher saying that, this, yeah. it, it's perfect lead in for this next one. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's television girlfriends on the show Seinfeld. Which one is the fake? Great, great question. Jane Leaves, Tawny Katane, Terry Hatcher, Courtney Cox, and Jennifer Aniston. Mark, can you find the fake? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Hey, hey, That's hey, correct. Hey, correct. Yeah. You're up two to one. Yeah, you give Jerry credit. He always had some very, very All nice right. women with him. Armin, you might as well get ready to pour us a beer because this one has to do with the brewing industry. Armin, Let's we're talking Miller Brewing. 
Which uh, which one of these beers is not brewed by Miller? Find the fake. Oh, I think I should know this. I've been on the tour. It's Miller times. Coors. Yeah. Uh, Miller Coors brand. Which one of these is not? Keystone. Blue Moon. Hams. Red Dog. Oof. And Landshark. Find the fake. That's tougher than I thought it'd be. Keystone. Blue Moon. Hams. I don't think Hams is. Red Dog. And Landshark. Which one is not brewed by Miller Coors? I don't think Keystone is either. I'm gonna need an answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Keystone. You're gonna guess Keystone. You'd be incorrect, Mark. Could you guess for this one? They make Keystone. Which one I is not? Oh wow. Blue, Blue Moon. I didn't think Blue Moon was. Blue Moon is Miller yeah. man. Um, Landshark. Landshark yeah, is Anheuser Busch. Landshark is uh, it's Jimmy Buffett's beer. Yeah. Jeez. Anheuser Busch. Fake, fake, fake. In All right, we're gonna go to the same category here. This one is Anheuser Busch. Find the fake. These are Anheuser Busch brands. And Mark in Watertown, find the fake. Are you ready? Goose Island, Shock Top, Rolling Rock, Shinerbach, and King Cobra. Find the fake. Oh, King Cobra is good. Goose Island, Shock Top, Rolling Rock, Shinerbach, and King Cobra. Anheuser-Busch, InBev Brands. Find the fake. The first, the first one you said, something Island. Goose Island. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yep, that is owned by InBev. They're gobbling up all the craft brewers. Yeah, everything's gone now. Armin, you guessing? Shinerbach? Shinerbach. Yeah. Family owned. Fake, fake, fake. Shinerbach. Very one good. of my favorites. Very good beer, yes. All right, this one is for Armin. Okay. I'm going to... Bruce Springsteen albums. Find oh. the fake. Oh, gosh, I have no chance. You're going to be so disappointed in me. Darkness on the Edge of Town. Tracks. Nebraska. Dancing in the Dark. And Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Find the fake. Bruce Springsteen albums. Tracks. Darkness on the Edge of Town, Dancing in the Dark, Nebraska, and Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Okay, the Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, I think it's got to be a album. Was Dancing in the Dark an album or just a song? I'm going to say Dancing in the Dark. Is this a You're trick? right! Yes. Dancing in the Dark was a trick question. <laughs> I did it. Because <laughs> that fake. was never an album, right? It was never. Correct. I knew Tracks was. I knew, yeah, the live one, of course. Yes. Good oh, stuff. Very well done. Nebraska. All right, we one. go yeah. back to Mark. Armin's got it. We're tied up 2 2. This is very, getting exciting. All right, this, we go back to Mark. Mark, which one of these uh, Brewers players, or former Brewers players, which one of these guys never appeared in an All Star game? You got to have the guy who never appeared in an All Star game Jeff Cirillo, Jonathan Lucroy, Ricky Bonus, Mark Loretta, and Jose Valentin, who never appeared in an All Star game. Jeff Cirillo. Jonathan Lucroy, Ricky Bonus, Mark Loretta, and Jose Valentin. Is either Loretta or Valentin? Um, <laughs> Valentin. That's correct. Yeah, it's three one. two. Fake, fake, I give fake, him credit. Fake, I give Loretta credit, was on the All Star team, yes. but with Houston. And I give you credit for knowing Bonus because he pl- did not play, but he was on the yes. All Star team. Yeah. All right. Yep, bonus yep. Armin. Yes. This is a tough one. This okay. takes you all the way back to two thousand. Okay. The two thousand U.S. Olympic baseball team. Ben Sheets played on it. Right. 
Ben Sheets' U.S. Olympic teammates find the fake. They won. They beat Cuba 3-1. They to beat one. Cuba 3-1 to one for yeah. the gold medal. Find the fake. His teammates find okay. the fake. 2,000. Roy Oswalt, Adam Everett, Doug Minkiewicz, and CeCe Sabathia. Find the fake. Who was not on the U.S. Olympic team in 2000? Roy Oswalt, Adam Everett, Doug Minkiewicz, or CeCe Sabathia? Doug Minkiewicz. Is he American or Canadian? I think one of those... Uh... Uh, CC probably would have been. He was pretty, pretty young at that time. Was he an amateur? I'll, I'll say Minkiewicz is my hunch. Oh, Minkiewicz no. was a stud. Mark, care to answer that one? That's on well, I know, I know Oswald was, so I'm going to say Sabathia. Sabathia. Yeah, okay. He pitched in the lead up to the to the tournament, but the Indians didn't want him burning out in a relief oh, role. Because I knew he was there, so they hooked him off the team. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Oh, baby. All right. Okay, good stuff. Mark, find the fake. You're you're leading 3-2. Find the fake. Uh, this is cars that I've owned in my lifetime. This is your Doby. Me. <laughs> cars that I've owned. Doby's owned every car. Uh, cars that I've owned in my lifetime. Find the fake. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ford Granada, Toyota Corolla, Ford Explorer, Toyota Tercel, and Suzuki Sidekick. Which car have I not owned? Find the fake. I have no idea what Suzuki Sidekick is. Uh, Ford Explorer. Ford Explorer. Ford Explorer. That is incorrect, sir. Armin, take Uh, a crack. Renata, Corolla, Tercel, and Suzuki Sidekick. Knowing you, I I knew you would. Well, let's see. I would think you'd have owned a Suzuki Sidekick, or at least like to own one. Granada is the first one? That's the first one, yep. I'm going to say Tercel. Armin, you're correct. Is that right? Yes. yes. My wife had one. I never had that car. I owned a Granada, a Corolla, an Explorer, and a Suzuki sidekick. I thought there was no chance you ordered, uh, owned two different Toyotas. Yeah. I thought that was a sneak in there, so it was either Corolla. All right. The last one is for Mark. You're already a winner. You already won the Summerfest tickets. Mark, find the fake. I'm going Burger Chains. You're, you're just a sidekick guy, definitely. These are Burger Chains. I had a four-door. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, Burger Chains, Mark. All right. Find the fake. Yep. Smash Burger. Hot and Now. Freshness Burger, Burger Nirvana, and Halo Burger. I don't know. I had never heard of any Find of these. the fake. Smash Burger, Hot and Now, Freshness Burger, Burger Nirvana, and Halo Burger. Wow. Find the fake. Smash Burger. Smash Burger? I ate there at spring training. There's several of them. That is a yeah, real chain. No, Armin. Never heard of it. Armin, Hot and Now, Freshness Burger, Burger Nirvana, and Halo Burger. Yeah, oh. Find the fake. I'm going to say... Halo Burger. Halo Burger is legit. It's Burger Nirvana. Burger that I Nirvana. Made yeah. That's, now, Freshness Burger is in Japan, good, but made, it's a chain. That's a good makeup. That man's good, good one you made that's up. That's a there. good one. Burger Nirvana like does not exist. Mark, you're a winner, my man. Thank you, sir. Congratulations, Mark. Hang on the line so that Armin can get your information. You are going to Summerfest on us with three of your friends, and we hope you stop by our broadcast location and we can hand you a. Uh, a, a t-shirt, a Summerfest t-shirt, courtesy of the Summerfest store. Summerfest Absolutely. 50 kicks off Wednesday. We'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Friday, of course, is Badger Day. Wear a red shirt. Get in free at the Midgate from 1 until 3, from noon until 3, courtesy of Sendix. All right, Mark of Watertown, hang on the line. Armin's going to get you your guys. information. Thanks yep. a lot for playing. Find the fake. We'll iron out the rough edges, but find the fake is could be it's a, a staple game. That's a great on game. Friday. On Friday. Find the fake Friday. We might have to keep doing this. It's the Drew Olson Show, the Big 920, Big920.com, worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Sunday. This is IndyCar. Wow! 
Drew Olson Show, The Big 920, TheBig920.com, streaming worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Our partners at OnMilwaukee.com have an interesting story uh, this morning. It's about Matty Gonzalez, famous local bartender, musician. I mean, if you hang out at, uh, he's probably poured you a drink if you hang out in certain neighborhoods of the city. Uh, he is headed back home and expected to land in Chicago this afternoon. The past nine weeks, he's been in a jail in the Abu Dhabi desert. I heard about this. I, I didn't understand the connection. He like, took his prescribed painkillers into the country without proper documentation. Yeah, man. And was sentenced to jail. Oh. And there was a lot of legal wrangling and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, calls you, and consternation. Nine weeks doesn't seem like a lot to you and me, but when you're in an Abu Dhabi jail... It probably does. Can you imagine? Uh, yes. Can you imagine not knowing what's going to happen? So they had planned a benefit at the Nomad World Pub on Sunday to raise money for his legal defense, and um, he's going to now attend it at the Nomad on Brady <laughs> Street because uh, they're going to raise funds. His family racked up almost a hundred thousand dollars in legal fees, so he is going to show up there. He was imprisoned in Abu Dhabi. Can Jesus. you imagine can, that? I, I can't. Can you imagine that happening to you? The fear, the the uncertainty of what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you get the old. The old joke about it being in a Turkish prison. This is probably just as, and you're, you're back, so, and then you're saddled with this debt. He passed through Abu Dhabi because he was going to board a Royal Caribbean ship. Doby was talking about joining cruises and he stuff. He was going to go on a vacation. He, well, he works for Waveguide okay. Communications. He was going to do cabling and wiring on the ships. Oh, I see. He was in the Abu Dhabi airport and was detained because he had a, a prescription medication called Tramadol. Because of oh, chronic back and shoulder oh, come pain. Come on, they kept him nine weeks. Didn't have his prescription. Didn't register in Abu Dhabi, which is a requirement. Oh, you got to be careful out there. He didn't know it was a requirement. They quickly got an endorsement from his uh, a doctor, and he was declared innocent for possession and usage, but still sentenced to two years in prison. His appeal went through, uh, and he has been released. They were going to still sentence him for two years for that. In pri- oh, boy. Yeah. That's a scary something story. Something else. Something else. So he is uh, home with stories to tell, and the the uh, fundraiser, well, the benefit will go on on Sunday at the Nomad on Brady Street, and he'll be, he'll be attending. So that's pretty cool. If you're a friend of Maddie's, uh, go have a beer. Go have a beer. Go buy a pitcher, right? Yeah, and throw some money in the bucket for his family to offset the legal expenses because that could happen to just about anybody. So, uh, good story there from our partners at OnMilwaukee.com. This show is powered by OnMilwaukee. Dot com. we got another hour for you. Tom Hardercourt is going to join us about 30 minutes from right now. It's the Drew Olson Show on the Big 920, thebig920.com, worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's Friday on the Drew Olson Show. Want to go to Chachki's? Get some coffee? The NBA draft is complete, and the Bucks took a Michigan the Milwaukee man. Bucks select DJ Wilson from the University of Michigan. For those who missed the nearly five-hour extravaganza, we'll recap some of the highs and lows. I got two more boys. I got to come through the same thing two more years. So you're going to get them to the Lakers too. How? The big ball away. I know they're ready. Ball control. The first place Brewers are making their first visit to the new ballpark in Atlanta. Tom Hodricord of the Journal Sentinel stops by to talk about the weekend festivities. We'll also play a game of Find the Fake Friday. You are fake news. For a chance to win tickets to Summerfest. And now, his body is in the Star Satellite Studio, but his mind is drinking a Miller High Life on the back deck. Here's Drew Olson. The ceiling is the roof. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. And he was already in the pool. I was like, all right. No, just hanging out. 
Nothing much. Not drinking any f***ing Are you a smart guy? And I tell people about you guys. They go, hey, listen to the 920, man. They're not that bad. Yeah. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Yeah, it's Friday. It feels like a Friday. It's so good. We're so close. It feels like Friday at 5 o'clock to me. Welcome to the program from the Star Satellite Studios. I'm Drew. Armin Sarian's answering your phone calls at 414-799-1920. Congratulations to uh, Mark in Watertown for winning some Summerfest tickets from us. Way to uh, go, Mark. Playing Find the Fake with us, the lame game show that we're still streamlining. <laughs> Everything we're doing right now is just workshopping. We're just trying to get, you know, it's what summer's for. We're, we're, it's summer stock theater here. We're just uh, yeah, trying we're- to... Iron out the rough edges. Play in the dirt and see what happens. We're doing it with you guys. So exactly. That's that's the best part of it. Yes. And it's you're that. helping us grow this show organically. You're helping us till the soil and turn things over. And we're stealing listeners from WTMJ every day that we're on the air, which is great. Because, it's a lot um, of fun to do that. Those people need to wake up because uh, TMJ's putting them to sleep. Drew, it's, uh, it's past two on a Friday. You know what happens when I walk by the sales office? <laughs> oh, my God. This just lunch, in. Two martini lunch, right? Yeah, lunches, barbecues. They're all like they're all in meetings. Yeah, right. Yeah. Meetings. Right. Meetings. Who'd you meet with? Who are you meeting with? They're all in meetings, my ass. On the golf course or the beach or the backyard. Which is where I'm gonna be in about an hour. So yeah. What a beautiful day outside. It's it's just eighty one now in the studio. It's fantastic. So. Wow. It's fantastic. Wisconsin is such weather. a good place to live, yeah. man. No doubt about it. It was storming last night. I woke up. Did you? Yeah, lightning and stuff. I I got a little bit. I woke up a little bit. I don't know. Were usually the windows don't. rattling? Yeah, a little bit. I usually don't wake up to that stuff, but I crash, man. I like that stuff. I like sleeping yeah. through storms, man. I, if it's I cool. had one of those, I used to have one of those noise machines, and now you can do it with your phone. Sure, white noise. Yeah. Yeah, listen to white noise. A, a, a rainstorm. Sure. Be perfect. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, soft rain on the roof is great. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So you woke up? Were you terrified? No, or, I wasn't. Or I was did you just... wake up and you were dreaming that you were at the Bucks Training Center waiting yeah. for them to come and announce the second round pick? <laughs> I said, well, wait, John Horse? Wait, John Horse? Is he here I mean, it's not like we're tarring roofs or digging ditches or anything. No, but of course that was, not. That was I mean, a long event. Like, the draft, even if you were at home watching it or if you were at a bar watching it, it's the thing teed off at 6.30 and it ended after 11. It's a long night, man. It's, it's sort of like the summer camp reunion for all the local media, though. It's like two hours of just hanging out and talking to all the rest of the media. Yeah. Which I mean, is okay, right? If it's fun. I, I, would, you, I don't know that I'd go to that summer camp. <laughs> I mean, you're just, I don't know that, you don't I, don't know that I'd want to be there. Uh, to sit in the mess hall for that one. Yeah. Did you go to summer camp when you were a kid? I uh, went to basketball camp. Yeah. That was I, about it. I Never a to, summer camp camp, like not Camp Manicani or no, anything we, like I that. No, I did one, yeah. We, we had an Armenian summer camp in Boston I went to. Wait, what happens at Armenian summer camp? It, I, Sacrificing goats? No, What'd you do? <laughs> nothing crazy. It's pretty much just like... Regular summer camp. Were any lambs harmed? Uh, well. <laughs> well, come to think of it. No, it's just like most summer camps, overnight camps, except that uh, some of the activities were like Armenian school and Armenian history class. Okay. And then all that, the kids, That's a really killer activity on a, on a summer day. That's no, what I, I want to do is sit in a cabin somewhere or in a circle in the woods and hear Armenian history. Why didn't you revolt? Tr- no, I mean, it was, trust me, it was like in the other summer camp. We played pranks on our counselor and we, oh. we, were, we were loud in the back of the room and- but it was a lot of fun. I mean, you got to meet a lot of other Armenian kids, and it was it was cool. All right. It was like any other summer camp. It was a lot of fun, though. I mean, most of the day was— I'm German-Swedish. Could I have come, or was it only for Armenians? No. I mean, there was a there was a one guy that came for sure that wasn't an Armenian. He was just, okay. he was just a buddy of somebody. And he was great. We had everyone, I mean, we had, everyone had a great time. He That's probably didn't get all the jokes, but— A couple of things to uh, work through today. I want to know what you think of the Bucks draft. 
My thing is, it's a big, I don't know. I lean towards it was a good reach for the Bucks. Uh, DJ Wilson, their first pick, the 17th pick in the first round, he was graded. I mean, most mock drafts had him going in the first round, but towards the bottom, between somewhere between 22 and 26, 27, somewhere in that. So in that way, some people thought that the Bucks reached. Others thought that they got a steal because he performed well at the end. He came on like gangbusters at the end of his sophomore season, his redshirt sophomore season, and that made people think that he had more on the ball. He had a good combine workout, didn't do a lot of individual workouts right. for was, teams. He, he didn't was make an, the tour. No, uh, it, like media, he didn't do much media. He was like an enigma. No. Yeah, so, so you could, I guess you could take the opinion that you undercut the uh, value market, right? I mean, if this guy's value but nobody knows about it. Yeah, That's so theory. I, I don't know if he's going to be good or not, but if you have a thought on it, if you're passionate about it, there were other names and people. And so I would say that of the, you know, the draft grades are a joke, but of the instant sure. analysis, I'd say it was 70% positive and 30% said, now nah, that Bucks didn't do as well as they could have. I would agree. We were on last night live. We read a lot of stuff. That's right. I remember the ringer gave it an A for grade and value and position, all that stuff and fit. A lot of people thought it was a great fit for the Bucks. Uh, a good Score around the basket, a guy that can. I'll say this: one of the things that intrigued me about him was that when I saw that, uh, according to the Detroit Free Press, he had a three point eight high school grade yes. point average and was offered by Harvard and Cal. Yeah. So that raises your eyebrow. I mean, that's okay. Okay. I wasn't offered to those schools. So. No. So I mean, maybe he's like Bucks people. Hey, the doctor just emailed in. Uh, Drew at the Big Nine Twenty dot com is uh, the. Arrow appraisals inbox and the doctor who works in sales here. He's not really a doctor. No, doesn't play one on no. TV. Good guy though. He Great operates guy. on his handicap a lot and getting out of sand traps. He says, "Take it easy on sales." I'm at my desk working and listening. So we appreciate the doctor. <laughs> That's today. A, that way, doctor. Appreciate you being there and listening and absolutely making that coin for us. Clearly, <laughs> he couldn't get a tea time until four o'clock today, so he's still with us. So I guess kudos so. to you, doctor. No, we appreciate it. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. Did you like the Bucks pick? I've heard. I have friends who are Michigan fans, and they are not high on this Michigan man. They thought he was soft and didn't contribute and that he was a reach and that there were other more talented players on the board. Again, I don't know. We don't know. When you're drafting on the come like this, it is hard. The The NBA draft is getting in a way like the baseball draft. Totally. Where you're drafting guys and hoping they're good in three years. You're it's hoping, it's yes. like you don't there, – there's not a lot of bankable talent. Yeah, once upon a time you were drafting in the lottery pick, you were drafting proven college production and proven yeah. uh, college talents, the Kevin McHales of the world. No, it's and about it's about uh, that potential now. It's about projecting a player two, three years down the road, even stashing a guy. Some European guys that you know teams might not even have seen play much. Yep. You hope that that's the next Porzingis, you know, or or maybe it's the, the next Darko. You don't know. The bust rate on draft picks is about 75%. It's like most of them are just guys you never heard of. Go back and look. Spin through like the 2015 draft. Oh, yeah. Like, Rashad draft. Vaughn hasn't had much of an impact at all. No, and for every guy like Giannis that you could find as a steal at 15, there's probably 10 or more exactly. like Rashad. So. Yeah, and especially second rounders. The Bucks have done well in the second round, so maybe Sterling Brown from SMU. There's a transaction to be announced. They were real fishy on that. The NBA is a little real fishy about this kind of <sighs> stuff. Like, what, they made the deal, but they haven't worked. It's a player to be named later or cash considerations. Yeah, like, what are they weird. waiting? What do they have to give Philadelphia to get this pick? And then why'd they pick Sundarius Thornwell and tease us all and make us think that they got that guy who everybody would have been excited about because right. he played against local team in the tournament? And he played really well in the tournament. Everyone remember that did. 
It's yeah. just a frustrating process because then you have to answer the question over and over about why we didn't have Sendarius Stormwell. And if Sendarius Stormwell becomes an all-star, people will say, yeah. the Bucks have to no. Sendarius Stormwell. They'll give him the Nowitzki treatment. They give him the Nowitzki treatment, right. 414-799-1920. So I'll entertain anybody who wants to call about the Bucks draft and give us your thoughts because your thoughts are as pertinent to this discussion as ours are because we don't really know how good DJ Wilson is going to be. The press conference is going to be Monday. He's going to come say he's excited to get started, and the Bucks are going to say they're glad that he's here, and he's tall, and he's long. But will he be an impact guy? Will he be a game changer? Again, for John Horst and his first pick, the bar is low for me. All he needs to have is you know, more production than Joe Alexander and Rashad Vaughn. I think you know DJ Wilson can take care of that before the All-Star break this year. We'll see. Uh, Armin, who's on line one? It's Don in Brookfield. Don in Brookfield. You're on the Big 920. Don, did you watch the draft? No. What? You had something else to do last night on a beautiful night and a beautiful rainy night watch, than, than watching the draft? Yeah, my wife had a list of things I needed to do. Ugh, honey-do list. That's terrible. Uh-huh. I thought those, those are for yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah, right. Anyway. Do you um, like the pick? Yeah, I do. I think it's the right body type for the way the Bucks are playing. And, you know, I think it's he's a project like anybody else would be, except, you know, Ball is going to be an instant starter for the Lakers and win the MVP next year. But beyond that, oh well, if you believe his dad, if you believe Ball is, uh, he's throwing out the first pitch at the Dodger game tonight, so he's got that going. Are you kidding? No. Well, that's not a big. That's what a lot of draft picks probably do. Is that real? Yeah. Well, Magic and you know, yeah, yeah. It's not 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 a a reach, but I'm I'm still trying to figure out how his dad's going to get the other two on the team too. But the big baller way, didn't you hear? That'll be interesting. Yeah, him getting booed last night was a highlight of the draft for me. I thought a great plot twist would have been the Lakers drafting LeVar Ball. What would have happened then? That would have been pretty funny. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, so Donna Brookfield likes the pick. Our other question for today is uh, regarding the Green Bay Packers and the somewhat stunning announcement yesterday that the Chiefs basically kicked John Dorsey to the curb. Back in January, Bob McGinn wrote a column saying that John Dorsey was like his pick to replace Ted Thompson, that he was like the, the guy. Yeah, He was yeah. close. He'd been there. He'd spent like two stints. He'd spent a total of like 14 years with the Packers. Um, more experienced than, say, Elliot Wolf and Russ Ball. So that's the next question we have. If, you, if Ted Thompson retired today and you were picking his replacement and you had a choice between Elliot Wolf, Russ Ball, and John Dorsey, who gets the gig? Could they throw Gutenkorst in there, too? I mean, there's a lot of options. Gutenkunst, yes, you could. Gutenkunst, I mean, Gutenkunst, sorry. Gutenkunst, you could, yeah. That's tough because I, you operate on that uh, question never thinking that Dorsey would be available, right? I remember um, this year, McGinn wrote the article, Bob McGinn wrote the article about how he thought Dorsey would be the next guy in two years. He'd be the best pick for the Packers. Dorsey's a great personnel man. There's no doubt about it. Elliot Wolf's kind of the guy in waiting we've expected. It's a very tough decision to make. You also because you probably so, think they, they gave Elliot Wolf some assurances. I would probably go with Wolf just because he's younger, but Dorsey's a great personnel I, guy. I think most people, and that's why I want to open it up four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. I think most people are already all in with Elliot Wolf. Charles Robinson from Yahoo, he's pretty connected. He tweeted last night uh, after talking with sources, sounding like eventual Ted Thompson's successor for Packers will come from the Wolf Ball Gutekunst trio, not John Dorsey. Which is pretty interesting because but Bob McGinn yeah. also said yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The opposite. I was a little, con- I was shocked like everybody else that he was let go. I, the only thing I can think of is that any raid wanted total control, maybe. Yeah. It's, well, I think they, they had, he had arguments with the owners uh, yeah. because he wanted an extension. They were talking an extension a couple weeks ago, and then they just kicked him to the curb. Very weird circumstance. In any case, who do you want to take over the reins of the Packers, and does John Dorsey muddy the waters for you? Ted Thompson, if he picked a successor, he was closer to John Dorsey than he was the other guys. So... Sure, sure. Definitely. Does Ted have a plan? Well, we know it. Probably not. But if you had your pick, if Ted retired today, who would you name GM of the Green Bay Packers? Tom Hodgecourt's coming up in about 12 minutes to Drew Olson show The Big 920. TheBig920.com, worldwide on the iHeart. From the Star Satellite Studios, the Drew Olson Show on the Big 920, thebig920.com. I'm Drew. Armin Sarian's here answering your calls at 414-799-1920. You want to call us about the Bucks draft? You, want to, you got any inside scoop on us for DJ Wilson? Feel free. Tell us if you think he's going to be long and strong, or is he going to be soft? What rhymes with soft? I don't know. You like Sterling Brown more, the second-round pick? Let us know. Also asking, in the wake of John Dorsey's surprise dismissal yesterday from the Kansas City Chiefs, he's got Packers ties, ties to Ted Thompson. Would you be comfortable with him taking over? If Ted Thompson retired today, would you want Russ Ball, Elliot Wolf, Brian Gutekunst, or John Dorsey to take over? 414-799-1920. Email the program, drew at thebig920.com. That's the Arrow Appraisals inbox. Tweet at Drew Olson, MKE, at the Big 920, at Armin Saryan. He uses the conventional Armenian spelling that he learned at Armenian Day Camp or Sleepaway oh, Camp. Oh, it was a sleepaway. It was in Sleepaway in, in Boston. Uh, A-R-M-E-N-S-A-R-Y-A-N. Kevin 15, baby. How, represent. How many um, How many Twitter followers are you up to? You, you about I to just crossed 1,400. Outstanding. It was a big deal. My Let's mom made me there. a cake and everything. It That's was outstanding. Great. Armenian cake. Delicious. Oh, delicious. All right. Who's on line one, Armin? This is Mike and McWanagall. Mike in McWanago, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Thanks. If I were Mark Murphy, I would hire Russ Ball. I didn't know much about him until I read those um, articles that the Journal Sentinel did on him. I thought he was just some kind of negotiator, lawyer kind of guy who does the contracts. But, man, the way that guy worked up through the ranks and the way he works and his work ethic, I would... I would definitely pick him over anybody. Sounds a little bit like John Horst from the Bucks, right? Worked for free for a year or two and, <laughs> right, and worked right. his way up and got more and more. It's funny. Um, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, that's one vote right there for Russ Ball. There you he go. He doesn't get as much pub as uh, Elliot Wolf. And I think he brings up a good point. Most people assume he's just the contract guy, the numbers guy. Yeah, but that's an important function. It's, it's very but you important. can also have the, the football side. And, and the GM is the GM is as... Dean Taylor famously said, when Dean Taylor took over the Brewers, he came from Atlanta, where the Brewers are this weekend. Tom Hodricourt's going to join us in about seven or eight minutes. Um, Dean Taylor said, I'm like the conductor of an orchestra, and I've got a scouting director, and I've got scouts, and I've got medical people, and I've got people giving me information, but you're up at the top. That's kind of what the GM is. Right. Now, the buck stops at his desk, but you, a guy who has uh, his feet, who's comfortable in scouting, negotiations, capology, that really helps. 
I was watching the Bucks did an inside video of the Jabari Parker draft from two years ago. Yeah. And they they basically showed they were in the war room when the Bucks went on the clock. They got a call from the league office saying you're on the clock. And they're all gathered around there. Right. And John Hammond was there and, and John Horst was the guy like answering the call and punching it up and on the speaker and he was like he was working the phone. He's working the phone. Now he's the now he's the GM. Now he's the GM. Gives, I wonder who's working the phone now. It gives all phone guy workers but, yeah, like, like me a hope. I wonder if he still does his own phone. Like there's a chance that in the time that he got the job he might have been the only guy who knew how to work the phone. He might have been the guy working the phone last night cuz no one else knew how. Exactly. Like if I got my own show drew one day and in the first week I didn't have a producer yet, I mean I know what I do. You have to push all, this. all the buttons. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a great thought. His hope for guys like me. I like it. There's hope. Yeah. We're going to talk to Tom Hardicourt of the Journal Sentinel. He is uh, live in Atlanta with the first place Milwaukee Brewers getting ready to play their first game at uh, SunTrust Park, the new stadium in Cobb County. We'll get Tom Hardicourt's initial reaction the first time he's seen it. The Prince of Darkness is coming up next on the Drew Olson Show, the Big 920, thebig920.com, streaming worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's time to talk Brewers baseball with the dean of the Miller Park Press Box, the Journal Sentinel's Tom Hardicourt. Brought to you by Bobcat Plus in Butler, Appleton, De Pere, and Chippewa Falls. And we can't forget that Tom Hardicourt is also presented on our program by Left's Lucky Town, 72nd and State Street. A great place to watch the Brewers when they're on the road. Or at home. Before and after the game, stop at Left's Lucky Town, 72nd State Street. Have a big-ass pretzel. Have some delicious wings. Have a burger. I'm partial to the barbecue pork chop sandwich myself. The beer is cold. The people are friendly. Left's Lucky Town, 72nd and State Street. We welcome, from the Journal Sentinel, JSOnline.com, Tom Hauterkord. Hello, Tom. Hey, Drew. All right. got to give us your review. You are there. I have never been there. Most of our listeners, I'm imagining, have never been there. What is uh, the Braves' new palatial estate in Cobb County? What's it like? What's your first impressions? Well, uh, we're definitely up higher than we were in Turner Field. Uh, the ballpark itself kind of sits up on a hill, and then the press box has uh, got a way higher orientation than we had in Turner Field. But, I mean, you know, I've just uh, only been here like an hour or so, so it's a whole lot of things built up around it. You know, Turner Field kind of sat in a empty hole in the in the outskirts of the city. But here they're, they're building all kinds of stuff around it. They've already finished a lot around it. It's, I haven't got to walk around the ballpark yet, but I hear it's got all kinds of restaurants and cool places around it. So they've it sounds sounds like they've got the entertainment district theme going, you know, not just the ballpark, but things around it as well. That's what the Bucks are trying to do with their new arenas, have an entertainment dr- right. district with people living there and stuff. Now that Cobb County was a booming area anyway. Atlanta's known for horrible traffic, so is this? I gotta believe it's better than it was when they were tucked in that corner of downtown. Yeah, you have to go through downtown uh, to to get from the airport to here. It's uh, it's kind of northwest of downtown. So you so there was the brutal traffic through downtown even in the middle of the day when I was going through. And, and but then you came out here and uh, yeah, definitely it was a little lighter than uh, than you'd see downtown. So I'll probably have a better impression of it after the you know the entire weekend is over. But. Uh, you know, I, I heard, uh, I've already heard that the digs for the players are palatial, and uh, I don't think Turner Field could be described as that. So No, there was always a vibe at Turner Field. I remember spending many nights out there, and you do too, uh, just waiting for a cab when we had cabs, like during the playoffs when we didn't rent yeah. the car, and how miserable that was, and you'd yeah. call for them, and this was pre-Uber days, you'd call for them, and they'd just take right. forever. 
Exactly. It's like nobody wanted to come out there, including the fans. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, you know, they didn't draw well there. No, towards the end they didn't. So how are they drawing this year? And they're on a rebuilding project that's seemingly it's uh, they're taking a different path than the Brewers. Yeah, I haven't looked to see what their average attendance is so far, but um, you know, this, this place I think seats a little shy of forty. You know, it's kind of a tall stadium. Uh, it, it's uh, it just seems taller now. Now Turner Field was a retrofitted Olympic stadium, you know, so they just took something that was there for the Olympics, multi-purpose, and retrofitted it into baseball. So let's see if they stay here for a while. This is a franchise that's been bouncing around, <laughs> starting in Milwaukee. <laughs> well, starting in Boston, then Milwaukee, right? Yeah, then they, you know, then they go to uh, Fulton County Stadium, then Turner. This is their third ballpark in Atlanta. That's that's, a that's lot. amazing, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I think Milwaukee people should be madder at the Braves. They should get more worked up. They're not because the you know the, the Atlanta stole Milwaukee. They stole Milwaukee's team, but there aren't enough people that were around then and fans of the Braves. We've kind of lost yeah. a lot of those people that would have any animosity towards Atlanta. My buddy's dad still yeah. cheers for the Braves because of when they yeah. were here. He's still loyal to them. That's amazing. Yeah. As I think you know, I have a crazy orientation to the whole Milwaukee, Atlanta, Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> circle because I was in Richmond, Virginia, where the Richmond Braves were. Well, the Richmond Braves came from Atlanta when the Milwaukee Braves moved from Milwaukee to Atlanta, and they established the Richmond Braves as their AAA farm club, um, and that was how I started covering baseball, and then lo and behold, I end up in Milwaukee, where they used to be, so I have this weird orientation to this, to this Richmond, Milwaukee, Atlanta, you know, triangle. That is, that is kind of weird. I mean, you're you're singular in that, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm the only one who probably thinks that because most Brewers fans they save their hatred for the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, talking to Tom Hardcore of the Journal Sentinel. Okay, Tom, a couple of questions for you regarding uh, the Brewers series against the Pirates. They get the split, right? Which is usually what happens in four game series. No matter how you get there, it's usually a split. Right, but one team was happy about it yesterday and one team wasn't. Correct. <laughs> and I want to ask you about Chase Anderson. To me, he looks like he's throwing a little bit harder, and he's he has the look that if you were to tell me if the Brewers were in a playoff series starting tomorrow, they are in first place, I'd give him the ball in game one. He looks like their ace to me. He is throwing harder. He attributes it, it to um, putting on some muscle in a pretty rigorous offseason workout. Uh, facility. As a matter of fact, uh, there's an Atlanta connection there, too. Uh, it's owned by the sprinter Michael Johnson, and didn't he win all of his golds here in Atlanta? I think he did, yeah. He ran very well there. Yeah. So uh, uh, he, he came in stronger. He's, his velocity's definitely up. Uh, his breaking stuff has been crisper. He, you know, he's just a much improved pitcher. So sometimes we don't realize that these guys can get better after they get to the major leagues. You know, you're not a finished product when you get there. And he was a young guy in his career. I think we've seen two guys improve a lot this year, him and Jimmy Nelson. Yeah, they're, they're taking steps. Now, um, Corey Knable set a record yesterday. He did. He did. He uh so, so when you when you do one better than Araldis Chapman in modern baseball, you're doing pretty good, right? I would say, yeah. <laughs> you know, he strike. He has at least one strikeout in 38 consecutive games to start the season. Now, the record. It's another Atlanta connection. Uh, Bruce Suter. Um, well, actually, not Atlanta connection. More of a Cubs St. Louis connection. But Bruce Suter um, has the record all-time record within a season at any point. 39 so he's just one away from tying that so he has a chance to 
you know, be the all-time leader um, within a single season in consecutive appearances of the striker. I know people think that's kind of a made-up thing, but but um, but it's you know, it's really incredible. I mean, he and he's had to work the last two games. He's had to work to get the strikeouts too. He only, he struck out the first hitter yesterday, and then didn't strike out anybody after that. And Josh Harrison battled the heck out of him the night before, like a nine-pitch at bat before he finally got him. So it, it, it's it has you know sometimes guys who have great stuff make it look easy striking people out, but it, but it's really not always easy. Well, the strikeouts. Uh, Tom Verducci's got the story in Sports Illustrated about how you know a third of at bats now are ending in a strikeout, a walk, or a home run, where the ball's not really yeah. in play. And yeah, we're in the three the three true outcome era of baseball, aren't we? Really are, and it's it's and he he's maintaining that it's kind of taken away from the game. I I think Corey Knebel's usually pitching in high leverage situations, and it's usually a a high wire act. And well, that just gets me to the. The play in the ninth inning the other day that Orlando Arcia made it spun us into a whole discussion the other day about who the best defensive player in Brewers and in Wisconsin sports history is, because he oh, was any sport, any sport, yeah. The best defender, huh? Yeah, and that that, that the... people we got Reggie White, uh, Sidney Moncrief, Charles Woodson, Jim yeah. Leonard, Mike Kelly, the former Badger point guard, Ray mentioned yeah. Ray Nitschke. And Carlos Gomez got some run. But the Brewers, they went so long without gold gloves. Uh, Cecil Cooper and George Scott were mentioned. Yeah, Boomer. Boomer won like five gold gloves, didn't he? Yes, absolutely. Plus, but, came, up with one of my, plus came up with one of my favorite quotes of all time when they asked him about do, you know, doing something above and beyond. He said, well, that was just gravy on the cake. Gravy on the cake. <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds delicious. But, Arcia is just, uh, Tom, he's so elite defensively. I mean, he's just so, well, you can just win. tell. yeah. He's gonna win some gold gloves. You know, gold gloves are weird. You gotta win the first one, and then you and, and, and you know why the way the balloting's done. Oh they, yeah. They t- tell people how the balloting. Well, I I was a correspondent for the Sporting News, and it was like they they shepherded the award, and so I had to take these ballots around, and I handed them to coaches, and you think you know I had defensive stats ready for them and stuff. They'd just be like, "Well, who won last year? Who was in the All Star game? Who started the All Star game?" And they like didn't care. Yeah. They didn't put a lot of thought year? into it. Who won last year? Uh, Bill Smith. Okay, put him down. Yeah. Well, he retired. Well, but he retired. Well, put him down anyway. Yeah. Well, that's why Rafael Palmero won when he was at DH and he won a gold glove at first base. It was one of the most embarrassing right. moments in voter history. Because who's, right. they don't sit around and watch feelings. So it's like almost like a lot of times they, and, if it's the guy that won last year and he's having a good offensive year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, and they would say, who's leading the league in hitting? It's a defensive right. award. And yeah, But Arcia, though, is he's dropping some jaws every night. He's yep. making plays to make their pitching better. Yep, he's playing shortstop at a very elite level. I think I think he has a decent number of errors. You know, it's not like he has gone all year with only a couple errors. I think he might have eight or nine, but a lot of those came early. And you know what? Guys like him are gonna make more errors because he gets the more balls. The fact that he even got to that ball the other night was incredible. The ball is on the right side of second base. Yeah, his his range. Don't try plays that other guys can't even think of trying. Yeah, that, and that's what sets him apart. He's gonna. You're right. He's gonna have some errors. It's like a a, a fast guy getting thrown out, pushing the envelope. You're gonna get thrown out sometimes, but that's okay. Right, because you can do something that other people can't. Yeah. So, Tom, uh, I have a pizza bet with Mike Heller. And uh, his thing is that the Brewers will be in first place by the end of the weekend. When we convene on Monday, the Brewers will still be in first place. They're a game and a half up. The Cubs started to play well. The Brewers actually turned the tide. We made this bet when they had lost the first two games to Pittsburgh. Right. So 
What, yeah. what do you think? I know Bob, Bob Nightingale wrote a story at USA Today, like, you know, the Brewers are in a bad division and everybody's kind of waiting for them to fall off, and they just haven't fallen off yet, in part because of Chase Anderson and Jimmy Nelson. Right. But, but they haven't yet, and I just, I've been waiting for it all year. Like, not that necessarily I'm rooting for it, but I just, I'm, I'm braced for them to go into one of those uh, lose 10 out of 14 stretches. Yeah. Well, I can tell you they're having fun proving people wrong. <laughs> they're, they're quite aware of outside expectations. <laughs> they're having fun, you know, and they're doing it without Ryan Braun, too. You know, so uh, that makes it even more impressive. Do you, do you have an update on his status for? Uh, is he still? You think he's still on this trip? Is he getting ready to go play somewhere? Well, he's supposed to be back. You know, they got rained out in Appleton last night. He and Br were supposed to be in that game last mm-hmm. night. King King. They're playing a doubleheader tonight, I believe. But I have no idea if those guys would each play in uh, in two games uh, on their first day back on rehab. That's probably unlikely. Yeah, if I'm the Timber uh, Rattlers, I put one in the first game and one in the second. No kidding, and then and then make sure that word gets out. And, yeah, and, and <laughs> exactly. have, him, have him lead off. You know, this would be a good time to like um, get get one of those advertising blimps, except one that doesn't crash. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just put it you know up and down forty one forty five. Braun in game one, VR in game two. <laughs> yeah, well, come out, come out and watch. <laughs> so yeah, they're getting close though, and that you know and. I have I've had people tweeting at me. Is Sogard now the leadoff hitter? I mean, what does he have to do to earn that job? You know, forever. Well, unless Craig Council, you know, wants the risk being fired. <laughs> but he likes I mean, he likes writing VR into that slot, though. He kind of likes writing Sogard right now. Yeah, well, his on base is almost five hundred, isn't it? Just pretty it's, hard to. It's insane. Well, 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 here's the nutty stuff about Sogard, and we're like. 40 games in for him now. So we're talking a quarter of a season. I think that's a decent sample size. I know the sample size. The sample size police will be writing me citations as we speak, but it's still a decent amount. So he's batting 366, and he's got a 470 or thereabouts on base percentage. He had played a decent amount of major league games coming into the season. He was with Oakland for quite a few years, even though he's out this year. What do you think his career batting average and career OBP were coming into this year? Um, I'm going to say 260 batting average and 320 on base. Um, 239 batting average career, batting, and I believe the uh, on base percentage was either 285 or 290. Wow. I mean, he. He is so far over wow. his skis, he couldn't even be in that opening to the wide world of sports when the guy crashed on the slope. He, <laughs> he's way farther over his skis than that guy was. No wonder the uh, A's let him go. If he, had, if he had been playing like this, nobody would ever let him go. Plus, he missed all of last year with a severe knee injury that required surgery. Patella tendonitis. I mean, you remember what that did to Pat Listash's career. Um, so, so how do you explain... <laughs> now, I know a lot of that his numbers are because utility players don't get regular bats, and it's hard to have huge high numbers. Um, but still, he has, he, he, he's a career 239 hitter with a sub-300 OBP, misses all of last year, and then he comes out this year, and he's Babe Sogard. Yeah, it's been pretty wild. It's nutty. But they, they have so many incredible stories on their team that they are, you know, they are a sports writer's delight. We could have written six sidebars yesterday. You had the Travis Shaw thing with his daughter and how in the world does he even focus on baseball. 
you know, what you mentioned, Chase Anderson continues to deal, Babe Sogard, uh, Knable breaks Chapman's record. It just goes on and on and on. It's a, it's a quite a remarkable group of people. Yeah, and you got throw in uh, Josh Hader and Lewis Brinson and oh, by the way, Chase yeah. Anderson, right? Yeah, and, 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 and we just talked about the, maybe the coming of age of a Gold Glove shortstop. You know, I mean. Uh, Manny Pena at age 30 getting his first chance to catch in the big leagues and doing great. You know, it's it's, it's an amazing bunch of <laughs> individuals. And and you mentioned there's just something about, you can just tell, and you, you're around it, the, the mojo of a team. Our, our buddy, the... Uh, the, the the great Brewers closer, the throw in Samoan Mike Fetters called it, you know, dig me teams, like teams that dig themselves and yeah. they pull games out when they shouldn't win and they make plays that like guys running up the tarp to catch foul balls and stuff. The Brewers are kind of in that mode right now where it's like, yeah. they're, I, I like to say too dumb to be scared or too dumb to realize where they are, too young to realize where they yeah. are. I'm, I'm writing my Sunday com about there's no logical reason for them to have chemistry because they've all come from different places. These guys didn't all come up together. These aren't like Fielder, Weeks, Hardy that all came together. These guys came from all scattered directions and all of a sudden immediately have chemistry. Please explain that. It's beyond explanation. And we'll see what happens this to, weekend. I'm going to try to explain it, though. <laughs> oh, and is that, your, is that your Sunday column? That's my Sunday column. Outstanding. Tom, thanks for joining us. Enjoy uh, Cobb County and uh, all that Atlanta uh, has to offer. All right, which is have a good weekend. heat and baseball. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Tom Hardicourt, Journal Sentinel. Read him at jsonline.com. Follow him on Twitter at Hardicourt. It's the best baseball talk you get anywhere. It's, he's the guy. The throwing Samoan. I've never heard that, and that oh. made my day. I mean, my Mike Fetters, the throwing Samoan. Yeah, he's say the dig me teams, the teams that are, are beating the odds and having fun. Uh, we want to thank Tom Hardicourt for joining us. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again next week. The Drew Olson Show. Badger fans. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.